You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by a pastor on staff here at East Coast Christian Center. All right, hello and welcome to Morning Breath. I am Brian. I'm one of the pastors here at East Coast Christian Center, and it is my honor to share the Word of God with you today. I am just honored that we can open up the Word together, uh, wherever you might get this, however you're um, getting it today, whether it's by podcast, you're getting it on the the local radio here in Brevard County, Florida, or anywhere out to the ends of the earth. Thanks for tuning in, being part with us. We are in Proverbs chapter 30 today, and across the table from me, I have my wife, Emily. How are you doing this morning? It's a good morning. It is a good morning. We, uh, For those of you that are uh, tuning in, we do record this uh, generally in the morning, and so if you're, uh, you might be getting in the afternoon, good afternoon to you too, or good evening, or whatever time of day. Hello, and uh, thanks for being a part of the show with us. We also have Nick uh, in the studio with us. Nick, thanks for uh, holding it down. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. As All usual. Right. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. He's just well. He's always well. That's like, um, That's proper is that how you grammar. eat your steak? Is just well? No, medium rare. Medium rare, a little bloody. Yeah. A little bloody. Pink <laughs> that, in the center. That's proper grammar to say I'm doing well instead of I'm good. What about I'm... Uh, I'm aight. Yeah, how, how about any other way to d- describe how, how are you doing besides just well? I'm chilling. Fine. 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 Great. Great. Wonderful. All the things. Hopefully you're doing all the things out there as well. You're tuning in and you are well, great, fine, and better than you could ask, think, or imagine. How about that? That's our hope for you today. Anyway, we're going to get into the Word, but before we do, Emily, will you tell people how to get connected to this show if they're just finding us somehow, how to uh, just connect with other things about it? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So the East Coast app is probably the best way or on our website at eccc.us for information and uh, past sermons, any events going on at the church, and morning breath episodes like this one. Um, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and all those places as well. Um, if you want to connect with us on the show or for any other thing, you can call the church office at 321-452-1060, and then we can email you or mail you um, more information about East Coast, morning breath, whatever you want to know. And um, speaking of events happening at East Coast, we have XO Night that is happening on Friday, the 29th, is it? April 29th. Yeah, it's going to happen from 6.30 to 9.30. This is in two days. Oh my gosh, that came so fast. The day after tomorrow. It's awesome. So if you are married or if you're engaged, XO Night is for you. It's only 10 bucks. Um, If you have kids, you can pay another 10 bucks and we'll watch all your kids for you too. Up to the sixth grade. Yeah, up to sixth grade. It's going to be a great night of um, for just married couples, engaged couples. We're going to have uh, actually streaming infor- or streaming some uh, video stuff from the world's largest marriage conference. And we have gone through all that material, picked out the creme de la creme, and we are going to provide that for you. We'll have some desserts and some uh, some live love songs and such too. So it's going to be a great night. Grab your spouse or your uh, fiance and come on out. Yeah, sign up. How do they do that? They do that through our through our uh, events page on our on our app or on our website, right? Yeah, go All for right. it. Also, we have two other things going on. We want to make sure that you're knowing about. Um, they're coming up this summer. Kids camp and youth conference. Uh, the dates on those are June the 6th through the 10th for 6th grade and under, and then uh, middle school and high school July 11th to the 13th. Different prices, uh, different things going on with that. You can get all the details on our events page, again, of our app or our website, eccc.us or the East Coast app. That's where all things East Coast are going on, and uh, we'd love to connect with you. We'd love to help your kids. You know, we've been, and we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We've been doing it for 33, uh, four years now, and uh, 
to God be the glory um, we're seeing now. Um, Nick is one of those uh, students who's grown up and is working here and pouring his life into ministry, so many others. Because of the investment into young people for years and years and years, we're now seeing the generation that is leading our church in our 40s um, doing that. And some of them actually grew up in youth ministry here as well. And so let's invest in that. If you know a middle school or high schooler that could be a part of um, youth camp or a child who needs to be at kids camp to hear the gospel, you know, there's power in uh, getting the word of God into people young and um, watching them grow up and uh, flourish in the courts of our king. So anyway all the plugs. Now let's uh, let's get into the word. We're in Proverbs 30. I've got the New Living Translation over here. What do you have over there? I have New King James. Old Faithful. It's yep. Just standing strong. All right, so there are 33 verses, and uh, how about you read the first 16? I'll pick it up at 17, and I say unto you, Emily, read, ma'am. Okay. The words of Agur, the son of Jekah, his utterance. This man declared to Ithiel, to Ithiel, you, Cal. Those are some names. Mm-hmm. Surely I am more stupid than any man and do not have the understanding of a man. I neither learned wisdom nor have knowledge of the Holy One. Who has ascended into heaven or descended? Who has gathered the wind in his fist? Who has bound the waters in a garment? Who has established all the ends of the earth? What is his name? And what is his son's name if you know? Every word of God is pure. He is a shield to those who put their trust in him. Do not add to his words, lest he rebuke you and you be found a liar. Two things I request of you. Deprive me not before I die. Remove falsehood and lies far from me. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with the food allotted to me, lest I be full and deny you and say, Who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and steal and profane the name of my God. Do not malign a servant to his master, lest he curse you and you be found guilty. There is a generation that curses its father and does not bless its mother. There is a generation that is pure in its own eyes, yet it is not washed from its filthiness. There is a generation, oh, how lofty are their eyes, and their eyelids are lifted up. There is a generation whose teeth are like swords and whose fangs are like knives, to devour the poor from off the earth and the needy from among men. The leech has two daughters, give and give. There are three things that are never satisfied, Four never, four never say enough. The grave, the barren womb, the earth that is not satisfied with water, and the fire that, and the fire never says enough. All right, verse seventeen. The eye that mocks a father and despises a mother's instructions will be plucked out by ravens of the valley and eaten by vultures. There are three things that amaze me. No four things that I don't understand. How an eagle glides through the sky. How a snake slithers on a rock. How a ship navigates the ocean, how a man loves a woman. An adulterous woman consumes a man, then wipes her mouth and says, what's wrong with that? There are three things that make the earth tremble. No four, it cannot endure. A slave who becomes a king, an overbearing fool who prospers, a bitter woman who finally gets a husband, a servant girl who supplants her mistress. There are four things on earth that are small but unusually wise. Ants, they aren't strong, but they store up food all summer. Hydrexes, They aren't powerful, but they make their home among the rocks. Locusts, they have no kings, but they march in formation. Lizards, they're easy to catch, but they are found even in king's palaces. There are three things that walk with stately stride, no four that strut about. The lion, king of animals, who won't turn aside for anything. The strutting rooster, the male goat, a king as he leads his army. If you have been a fool by uh, by being proud or plotting evil, cover your mouth in shame. 
As the beating of cream yields butter and striking the nose causes bleeding, so stirring up anger causes quarrels. Ah, man. Anyway, so there's a there's a lot of uh, three things. No, just four. And I, I'm I'm always intrigued when I read this to go. Why not just start out with four? Like, are you just thinking along? Like, like you know, like multiple times this happens, right? Like, think about a conversation that like we would have and be like, you know, I think there's three. No, maybe four. Uh, three, <laughs> maybe four. And when we read the text like this, when we read the scripture like this, I often ask questions like, I I I don't understand. I don't know why. I don't you know. I don't get it. Other than it, it feels conversational, and this could certainly happen. Yeah. And when we have a when we have the scriptures today, um, you know how it was put together that that God, you know, ordained the moments to, to set all this together. What we can't tell if this is all one long conversation. We can't tell if this is bits and pieces along the way. We just know that it's ordained of heaven, and uh, yeah. and so we take something out of it. And as we do a you know our, our daily devotion, um, looking at the scripture. Um, I'm thankful that I don't have to figure out the why and teach the why of the three, maybe four, and all of that, because um, probably could take some digging and, and dig that up. But, you know, there's a few things that stuck out to me. Yeah. Um, even early in this, like literally in verse one, it says, I'm weary, oh God, I'm weary and worn out, oh God. I love that somebody can cry out to God. Like you and I can cry out to the same God that, you know, a couple thousand years ago when this was written, that we could actually, uh, we're crying out to the same God in our weariness and our tiredness and in all the things of life that are just heavy. And I mean, life is heavy sometimes and it gets hard and gets frustrating and you're juggling all sorts of, you know, things that we juggle in life and you go, man, I'm just tired and worn out. Like, God, don't you see, you know, and he does see, that's the good news that he does see that right in our, in our space, just like he did thousands of years ago in their space, God saw and still sees, and he wants to have answers for that for us. And I'm thankful for what the New Testament says. Come to me, all who are weary, heavy laden. I'll give you rest. I'll, I'll you know, ease your soul. I'll ease the burdens of your soul. My yoke is easy. My burden is light, he says. And so there's always this consistent, like, hey, run to me. Like, come come, and come close. And, you know, you don't have to stay out there far. But maybe you feel far out there today, and you're worn out, you're tired, and you've been doing things that you feel like, man, it's just, when does it ever stop? Like, when do we just get to pause and go, hey, Wow, and experience the bigness, and I, I love that. Like just a couple verses down, it's like, hey, who wrote, who wraps the ocean in its cloak, and who created the whole wide world? What is his name and his son's name? Tell me if you know. And I feel yeah. like I need to answer that. That's that's the King of Kings. That is the Creator of the universe. That is Jesus that we celebrate, who holds all these things in His hands. And if He holds all those, can He hold us too? Amen. Can He hold our details? Can He hold the things that we want to carry and we find heavy and that we find burdensome? Yes, He can. Can you think about how big the ocean is that he holds in his cloak? I mean, the oceans of the world that he sees and controls and has his hand in the in the midst of, and you go, wow. But yet sometimes our details seem so big and so heavy. Amen. Yeah, it's true. I feel like, um, well, in verse 5 it says, every word of God is pure. He is a shield to those who put their trust in him. And what you're saying kind of reminds me of that verse because he's the shield that we run to yeah. in the beginning when you said they're they're crying out, God, I'm weary. God, I need you. And it says he's your shield. The word yeah. talks about, you know, he's our shield. He's our strong tower. He's our refuge. And he's the one that we can run to and we can cry out to. Something that challenges me and it's been challenging me even just yesterday I had a hectic day and um I had asked God for help with something. I had, you know, quite a few balls that I'm juggling right now. And um, I was just like, Lord, help me not forget anything. Help me not forget any details. I don't want to drop the ball anywhere. I'm juggling a lot. 
And at the end of the day, the Lord keeps reminding me of things. And I have to trust that when I ask him to help, that he is helping me. When I ask him to remind me of things, I might forget that he is reminding me of things. Otherwise, I'll continue to stress, continue to worry. But I need to realize that when I cry out to God for help, my job is to rest at that point that, yes, I keep working, I keep doing the things, but my soul needs to rest in the fact that he's my shield. He's my refuge. I can I can run to all kinds of things. And that's another thing I um, I think about when when stress or stressors come or when I'm weary or whatever. Even this morning, I'm kind of yawning a lot. <laughs> I can't seem to wake up. I don't drink coffee. I have issues. But when I, when I, but when when things are hectic and stressful like that, what am I running to? Because sometimes in my mind, I'm like, I just need chocolate, or chocolate. I hey, just, there you go. I need to go to the spa. I need spa. to do something for me. And self care is a good thing, but yeah. but it can't be my refuge. Self care is not my refuge, and and uh, food is not my refuge. And there are a lot of places that I can go in my mind. Oh, I wish it were just Christmas and my mom was in town, or there are so many refuges sometimes substance abuse can be a refuge or or can be what we hide behind as our false shield and and only you can can know or ask the holy spirit to show you lord is there a shield that i'm running behind that is not you is there something that i've been going to as my strong tower as my shield as my refuge that isn't you and show me father because i want you to be my refuge he's the only one that is our true shield, our true refuge, our true strong tower that we can that we can run to. It says he is a shield to those who put their trust in him. So rest, trust. This is a this is a relieving verse. This is a stress relieving verse that we can that we can rest in. Yeah, the the idea of rest is like a I mean, you could preach message after message after message on rest, but we sometimes think that if I if I ask God for help and then I have to just quit working, like I just have to sit back and let God do it. I don't think that rest necessarily looks like just ceasing from work, like from no, actually the physical rest. thing. Yeah, but the soul rest is such a huge part of that. And so yeah. you could be working and we should be working hard. I'm not saying 24-7 we should be working hard, but we should physically apply ourselves to the things we can apply ourselves. I love that you know, something that you've trained our kids to say, um, you know, I, I pray that I, I do my best. I pray that it's blessed and I let God do the rest, I think is the three things that like my kids often are like, hey, I'm going to do all I can do. I'm going to trust God. And then I just got to just let it go from there. Right. Yeah. And many times that we can get so caught up in going, OK, I've done what I could do and I'm still going to do more and more and more. And we forget that next part of going, God, would you just bless this? Would you put your hand on it? Because I believe that when God's hand is on things, it should prosper. And the scripture says that what we set our hand to should prosper. And so what that prospering looks like many times is not just wearing us out and wearing us down. And if there's something that's wearing you out and wearing you down, maybe we need to step back and go, am I, am I holding on too tightly to that thing? Is that, am I, am I, you know, whatever. There's a lot of ways that we can hold on to tightly that we can, you know, yeah. do it for the wrong reasons, if you will. And so I don't know, I, I like um, farther down in this chapter, um, this person progresses from, you know, hey, who does all this? And, you know, let's look at now here's a couple requests I have, God. First, it helped me to never tell a lie. And then secondly, give me neither poverty nor riches. Just give me enough to satisfy my needs. You know, he's like, hey, I just want to be content. Like, I don't need excess and I don't want to be suffering. I just want to be in this content place of being in the middle ground. And I think that is the tension all the time that we live in life of going, Am I? do I have enough? Am I going to have enough? Yeah. Where? What, what more do I need? And there's more, more, more. I need more. And the comparison traps that are out there, we look across and how we're juggling. Do I have enough or not enough? And 
who's telling you whose voice is the loudest telling you that you don't have enough first of all like is it a lie from the enemy or is it actually truth that you look around and go you know what i'm not doing enough and there's more i can do and i need to play i need to pray maybe you need to give and you need to trust god you know so that your work is blessed that way that you'd set god first in it but he's saying hey give me neither poverty nor riches and and it reminds me of part of the uh, the Lord's Prayer, you know, that uh, give me this day, um, my daily bread. Like, I just want today, like, help me, Lord, to have what I need for today and yeah. not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow's got enough in it. Let me just be in today, be in the moment. And how much have we learned over the last couple of years how valuable the moment can be compared to what, you know, craziness the future could hold? And so, I don't yeah. know, I just think that, you know, I want to I wanna be in a place like, you know, this guy would say, hey, just, just give me... I don't need I don't need lavish, and I don't want to be in poverty, whatever that exactly means and looks like. That can mean a lot of different things to people. But I just want to be content. Lord, help me to be content in today, in the now and in the moment, and appreciate the moment. Because when we forget the moment, we're actually losing, right? Like the, we're, when we're yeah. sitting still and we can't appreciate the sitting still because we're thinking about what tomorrow might hold we're missing out on what God might do today. Amen. That verse really challenged me as well, just how he's he's just being honest before the Lord. Yep. And he's just like, don't give me poverty or riches. Like, I don't want to be be full and then deny you and be like, who is God? I don't need him. I got it. Or be poor and then steal and profane God. Um, there's a couple that is good friends of ours, Bill and Jane Condon. And um and uh, we went up to visit them. They they winter down here. They're snowbirds, which can't blame them. We kind of live in paradise here in Florida, so people want to come here. But this couple is um, they're incredible about reaching out to the needy. They they go on missions trips, and they're always found feeding um, feeding people who need it, feeding the homeless. And um, and they have a beautiful house in Cape Cod. And one time we went up there to visit them, and we came down for breakfast in the morning. It has a beautiful view of the water. And Jane was sitting there, and in the world's eyes, you would look at Jane and go, she has everything. Look at this beautiful house on the water. And she's sitting there at her island overlooking the water in the morning in her kitchen. And she says, isn't that view beautiful? I just thank God for it all the time. And she's sitting there with her Bible in front of her. And when you talk to her, what she's consumed with is feeding the homeless going on missions trips, feeding children overseas. And she's been this way. She raised her kids to go and feed the homeless. She'd make gourmet meals, pack them all up and go and feed the homeless. And Bill, her husband as well. And, And it's hard to be in that place where you're incredibly blessed and you're still living to be a blessing. And so sure. I sometimes I'll pray, Lord, help me not to be materialistic because we live in such a blessed nation. We're incredibly blessed. We live in beautiful homes. Even our home is so beautiful. It's a three bedroom house. It's not extravagant, but it's so beautiful. And I was praying this prayer probably just, it was just recently, God, don't ever let me be so blessed that I would forget you. I always want to do what Jane does where I, I drive up to my home and say, thank you, God. And I put food in my cupboards and I say, thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Being thankful and being generous are the two biggest ways that I've found to combat materialism and saying, I don't need you, God. Thankfulness and generosity will combat that every single time. Yeah, you know the the idea that this person's just being vulnerable and honest and going, they are, they know their human heart. (laughs) Like, are we willing to be vulnerable and honest like that? Like, are we, are you having conversations with the Lord to go, Lord, help me to not become this or Lord, I have become this yeah. and correct me. Show me how to move in a direction because 
we could get really you know convicted or even condemned about you know what we're not doing and you know the, the enemy wants to like wait put this heaviness more burden on you of oh you're not doing enough and meanwhile you're worn out from what you are doing right and it's just like the, the, he wants to just keep you down or you can just go god let me let me just stop for a minute god help me order my steps like Amen. lord would you order my steps for me would you show me would your word be a lamp to my feet a light into my path would it be the thing that directs my steps you, I want you to direct my heart. You direct the heart of kings. Like you can, if if you be willing, God, and I know that He is. Would you direct my steps? Would you direct my even my thoughts and my intentions? That's what Scripture says. That the Word of God is sharper than a two-edged sword. That it will get to the very thought and intention of the heart. Like God, I want the Word to challenge me to the very thought and intent of my heart. Nobody else knows it. Like you jump down to verse ten, it says they are pure in their own eyes, but yeah. they are filthy and unwashed. And you go, you know what? Nobody knows your heart's content. Nobody knows this space of going, hey, like you're sharing uh, about Bill and Jane. It could it could be all for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Only they know what's going on in their heart. We could look over and go, wow, I want to be like that. But the truth is, and I, I know, I feel like I know their heart well enough that they're sensitive to the Spirit of God, and they just want to be doing, found doing what God would have them do. Amen. I want to be in that same place. But if we're not careful, we'll do all the external things for all the wrong reasons, if you will. Let's get back to the heart of going, God, I want to be a worshiper. I want to be a place of going, I want to honor you above all else. I want to be content in what you've given me. I want to be content in what you have for me. And I want to just walk close with you. And I know, I know the scripture is true that his burden is light and that his yoke is easy when I'm in that space. It will be refreshing to my soul. I want to be in that place of refreshing. I don't want to be, you know, like 15 says, the the, the leech has two suckers. They cry more and more. I don't want I don't want to be the leech. I don't want just more, more, more. I don't want to just be out there wearing myself out trying to get more and do more and be more and let people say more about me or all of those things. I want to actually just be found going, God, I want to honor you. Amen. Lord, I want to honor you. I want to hold and high esteem your word. I want your word to change me regularly. That's what this show's about, is actually getting the word of God in you to see your life forever changed. Yeah, absolutely. And the Lord does that. He's faithful. When I was asking the Lord, God, purify my heart, I want to be found faithful to you i want to i don't want to fall in that trap of materialism because full disclosure i do i fall into that it's everywhere it's 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 hgtv it's you know comparing yourselves keeping up with the joneses but when you throw your heart out there in total honesty to the lord and you say god help me in this god meets you where you're at if you're being humble enough to ask him to help you not be that way you can rest in the fact that he's getting you where you need to be he's good like that he's faithful like that yeah, his faithfulness, like, is the thing that upholds the ocean. It is the thing that actually, you know, has upheld creation. His word, the scripture says, upholds the universe. And so he's faithful. He's able to do it. We just, to be honest, are not faithful and willing to suddenly be vulnerable enough to go, God, correct me, because that's not always easy, or you think that he's yeah. not for you. Yeah, We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone. 
So come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Barfield Contracting and Associates is a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. They are located in Cocoa Village, but service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. They also offer military and senior discounts and free estimates and appreciate every opportunity they are given. 321-454-4531. That's 321-454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. Are you a young adult between the ages of 18 and 29, seeking community and an opportunity to press into the Word of God on a deeper level? Join us at Mezzanine, Sunday nights at 7. Experience powerful and impacting messages alongside like-minded individuals that are passionate about pursuing the heart of God. Visit mezzanine.church to get plugged in. Hi, I'm Scott Langston. I'm a broker associate who has specialized in commercial real estate for the past 27 years. I sell real estate for Remax Elite. I give free broker price opinions to anyone selling real estate. If you are looking to buy or lease real estate, I will represent you at no cost to you. My phone number is 321-403-1111. My website is scottlangston.com. Go out and make it a great day. Pineapple Garden Assisted Living and Memory Care Community, located in Rockledge. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved one is safe and secure. Find them online at pineapplegarden.com. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing offers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. So I'm thankful um, for the faithfulness of God. I, uh, I want to just touch on this one verse. It's the last verse of this chapter, Proverbs 30. It says, As the beating of cream yields butter and striking the nose causes bleeding, so stirring up anger causes quarrels. You know, it, it, it doesn't seem that unreasonable that all these things are accurate and are true. Stirring up anger, of course it causes quarrels. But what a great reminder to go, hey, what are you stirring up? Like, are you stirring up peace? Because you have the ability to be peacemaker. We are called to be peacemakers. Blessed are the peacemakers, like Scripture says. And so let's be those people who are peacemakers and not, hey, you know, let's just let's just stir the pot a little bit and see what happens. Isn't it so fun to just stir the pot and watch what happens? That's not God's best. It's really not God's best. What do you want to add to that? Oh well, I think there. I don't remember where I heard this, but it was one of the one of the most profound chunks of wisdom I've ever heard about 
avoiding stirring the pot and it said and it was about gossip because gossip is something that'll stir the pot every time and it said don't say something about somebody else that you wouldn't want said about you because a lot of people when they gossip they're just like well it's true or they say well i'd say that to their face if they were here right now but would you want that i've heard it so many times there are so many excuses for gossip but if you're going to avoid strife if you're going to avoid stirring the pot just avoid saying things about other people that you wouldn't want repeated about yourself, true or not. Well, let, let's do that today. Let's actually be sensitive to what is coming out of us and, and even the reasons of why we're coming out of us, right? And That's so if we, guard our, if we guard our heart, then we'll guard our mouth. And if our mouth is guarded, we're going to be in a lot safer place. And Amen. we're going to be, let's build up people today. How about that? We can just change, do we just flip the culture and say, hey, let's go love some people and encourage some people. Amen. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Thanks for being part of the show with you. God bless you guys. We'll see you soon. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.